Hello, and welcome to the Tech Dirt Podcast. Uh, I'm Mike Masnick. If you heard last week's episode, uh, you'll hopefully already know that this is part two of a two-parter that I did with uh, lawyer Josh Delarios Hyman, uh, walking through the entire FTC Facebook settlement document. Uh, if you didn't listen to last week's episode yet, I highly recommend that you listen to that one first, as we will jump in here right in the middle, uh, right where we cut off last week, uh, and we'll continue the discussion from there. So uh, please listen to that one first, or this one might seem a little bit confusing. Uh, and that's about it. Here we go. The world is increasingly technological, so we have better get methodical. Bringing precision to critical digital journalism with the singular vision of a modern monocle. Stopping the copyright police from pulling the wall on us. Fighting and taking on all the plates and paint and trolls. Document the ways that they aim to take control. Scrutinize and do their lies and make them fold. If we don't stand up to them, someone will get. Uh, F is interesting because it says facial recognition template. Right. This 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 uh, settlement deals directly with facial recognition, which is a huge issue right now. Yeah. And um, and it was one of the issues that they're sort of being dinged for in, in yeah. this agreement is is how they used facial recognition. So they have to define what that means. Yes. Um, the next one is independent director, mm-hmm. which all of a sudden is is very interesting from a, like a corporate governance standpoint. Right. This order, this settlement, goes to the very core of Facebook's corporate organization. It fundamentally changes the way Facebook can operate. Yep. The directors, for those who don't know, are the people that run Facebook. They, yep. the, the, the CEO is the executive branch, and the, and the directors are like the people that make all the major decisions that order the CEO to work. Right. Um, they tend to be elected by the board or they by, by voters. Yep. Independent directors are the directors that are not beholden to the, the shareholders or the board or employees. Right. Um, for the most part. Yep. In, and so this so is, def- this is, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. This is the first hint that something substantial has happened. Um, it means a, okay. So independent director means a member of the board of directors other than the executive officer or employee of Facebook or any other individual having a relationship that in the opinion of the independent nominating committee would interfere with the exercise of the independent judgment in carrying out responsibilities of such director. So these are the people that they bring on to be independent. Right. These are not supposed to be people who are, who are um, covering up for Facebook. Correct. And, and a normal situation is most corporations of that size and stature have independent directors. Yeah. Uh, it just it just happens. But you don't have to have definitions of, of what they are and how they work. Right. This is a, a, a this supersedes any corporate governance documents because it is a court order once it's signed. Right. So that's a that's the first ratchet click we hear. Then they, then point eight H is the independent privacy committee, which means a committee of respondents board of directors consisting of independent directors all of whom meet the privacy and compliance baseline requirements so those independent directors are going to form the independent privacy committee so we now have this independent organization within facebook that is not beholden 
to anybody that we know of, not the, not the shareholders and stuff, and their job is to do privacy. Okay, so there's another ratchet click. Um, the Independent Nominating Committee is the next item. Mm -hmm. It's the committee that nominates the uh, Facebook's board of directors consisting of independent directors. The charter of which will encompass, among other things, approving the nomination of individuals to the Facebook board of directors, independent privacy committee. So they're, they're not going to be appointed by anybody but independent people. Right. They're going so to be the, independent and they're going to be appointed right. by independent people. Right. So the privacy committee is not – this is – designed to be really independent and that it's not nominated by Zuckerberg. Correct. Um, then we have a few more points. These are all alphabetical. They're not really in like uh, chronological or narrative order. Yeah. We have integrity, which means the protection of information from unauthorized destruction, corruption, falsification. Yep. Uh, Non-public user information, which we saw mentioned earlier yep. in the covered information. And that means any user profile information, i.e. information that you, a user adds or is listed on a user's Facebook profile or user-generated content. Yeah. Um, photos, updates. Um, that is restric restricted by one or more privacy settings. Right. So this is basically if you're posting... You know, this is and this actually gets back to what Facebook got in trouble for in the 2012 consent decree, because you had people who posted status updates that they thought were private or for a limited audience that Facebook, you know, through a variety of policy changes um, made public. And that is that is called out here. Yes. Um, that prior activity is has been noted and is now uh, it has its own bullet point. Yeah. Yes. In definition. Yep. Um, platform terms means Facebook's written terms and policies and procedures relating to the privacy, confidentiality, and integrity of covered information that apply to th covered third parties. So those are all the terms. Yep. Um, terms of service, and, privacy agreement, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, it's 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 dry, but there's a payoff. <laughs> um, and then we get to M, which Mike, do you want to read this one? Because it's got it's got Mark. Yeah, right. So this is this is they're describing the principal executive officer, and they call out by name. This shall mean Mark Zuckerberg, for so long as he serves as the chief executive officer or president of Facebook. Uh, and then it says, you know, and, and basically, uh, if if Zuckerberg leaves, uh, then whoever takes over his his CEO spot is is covered here. So this, this is the, the responsibilities on, on Zuckerberg effectively. Yeah. Um, and so, so they're making, they're making it clear that this is, he is, he is being called out as part of this agreement. Yes. Um, it's, it's Zuckerberg or a, the next Zuckerberg. Right. Uh, which for the time being is going to be Zuckerberg. Well, he, yeah. Um, <laughs> He's not going anywhere. <laughs> No, uh, and, and you know one of one of the arguments uh, about why the this this document was written as it was was to keep him anchored to the doc to to the company. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if it had, if it had gone too if it had gone farther in certain ways, he might have left and started something new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so then there's the next one is uh, privacy and compliance baseline baseline requirements, which refers to the requirements that in the opinion of the independent nominating committee, those are the, that's the independent committee that nominates right. people. Uh, a member of the independent privacy committee has the ability to understand corporate compliance and accountability programs and to read and understand data protection and privacy policies and procedures and such other relevant privacy and compliance experience reasonably necessary to exercise his or her duties on the independent privacy committee. So this means they actually have to hire real people. Yep. Um, Oh, privacy setting includes any controls or settings um, as one would expect. Like that's pretty clear. Um, then we have like your basic representatives, which is officers, agents, or anybody that works at Facebook or related to Facebook for the most part. Yep. Um, respondent, which is Facebook. They just use the word. They're interchangeable. Yep. Uh, user, those people that use Facebook. And then that's just the beginning of the definitions. So from those division in, or sorry, definitions, we know something's coming, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so then we get into the, the, the meat and potatoes. Uh, Roman numeral one. Prohibition against misrepresentations. Um, is order that respondent shall not misrepresent in any matter, basically. No more lying. No lies. Yes. Do not lie. Do not misrepresent. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it just lists out all those different things that it is no longer allowed to misrepresent. I don't think we need to go through all of them. No, um, no. But it's, um, yeah. you know. The, the key, the only really interesting one from like a, a European standpoint uh, uh, yes. is, is F. Yes, the last one, which you, which, want, you, re, you read it. Yeah, it, it, it calls it out pretty, pretty explicitly. So it's, it's saying that, uh, you know, to the extent which Facebook is a member of adheres to complies with our certified uh, is endorsed by blah, 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 the pri any privacy or security program sponsored by a government or any self regulatory or standard setting organization, including but not limited to the EU US privacy shield framework, the Swiss US privacy shield framework, and the APEC cross border privacy rules. Um, so, you know, this is what we mentioned before with the whole privacy shield thing. This is making it clear that it will cover whatever comes after the privacy shield if the privacy shield is thrown out. Um, that, yes, uh, the the uh, uh, Facebook is not allowed to lie <laughs> uh, to, to those, uh, to the various bodies and the, the various programs that they're involved with to, to protect privacy. Yes, and this is the European regulator's saying yeah. to the U.S., this, you better do something. Yes. And this is the U.S. saying, look, we're doing something. Right, right. This is, this is definitely a, a note to other governments um, that, that uh, this covers some of Facebook's activities abroad as well. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the next point, which is changes to the sharing of non-public user information. Right, which we discussed earlier, what is covered by non-public user information, which is effectively everything, everything that you do uh, on the platform that you don't post for public consumption, that you put any kind of privacy control over, um, or that is expected to be kept private. Uh, and then it, you know, it, it orders uh, Facebook to, to um, you know, make sure that stuff is actually kept private. 
Yeah. And it, it has, it, it, you know, going back to the definitions that we had before, the, the clear and conspicuous, you have to disclose everything um, very clearly. They're not going to get around it. You can't hide it. You can't put it in fine print. Um, and I think the more potentially more important thing, you can disagree with me, Josh, but um, part B is that you have to obtain the user's affirmative express consent. We are in violent agreement. <laughs> so this is, you know, can't hide this, can't do opt out. Uh, you have to get express consent. I'm a little surprised, and you can tell me uh, if I'm wrong on this, that, that uh, affirmative express consent was not defined as clearly uh, as some of these other terms in the definitions. That is an interesting point. There's a number of different uh, specific requirements in these documents. So yes. that would be my guess why they didn't put it in there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, they're not going to get away with, with, with cheating that. I, there's no way. There's so much other stuff in here, but, but it still surprised me that that is the type of thing, given everything else that was called out in great detail. Uh, looking at this now, it surprises me a little bit that affirmative express consent was not in the definitions. Yeah. Um, I, I think that it might be because like later on in that same uh, uh, section two, Mm -hmm. Roman numeral two, they, they, they talk about how technology right. may change the need for that. So they wanted to just maybe something will, you won't need affirmative express consent or there'll be lots of different methods for getting. Yes. yes. Which yeah. is, which is fair. Which I actually think is important because there could be, there could be significant changes, right? I mean, it could be, you know, we could end up in a world that I, I've talked about this before where, where the end user sort of controls their own data in a, in a separate site and, and allows access uh, and in which case the affirmative express consent it becomes very awkward um, because it's not the the right framework to think about it, right? So, um, but but it's yeah yeah yeah, and and that's like a, that's a huge point. I think you're you're absolutely on that. Any technology, you need to have room to grow it and, and evolve it for what is what is reasonable and what is good for the users. Um, if you can't trust the developer, then you have all sorts of substantial hobbles, right? Um, and, and they, and they, there's an awareness to that. Um, so right now, um, Facebook needs to attain affirmative express consent for sharing user information, non, non-public information, any of the covered information yep. for the most part. Um, and they can't go against the restrictions imposed by the user's privacy settings without expressed consent, uh, um, affirmative express consent. But then they also carve out a place here, which is Facebook may seek modifications of this part pursuant to the to the laws um, to address relevant developments right. that affect compliance with this part, including but not limited to technological changes and changes in methods of obtaining express. Right. So in other words, if, yeah. if the world changes and, and this becomes just weird and limiting in a way that doesn't make any sense for anyone, Facebook can basically, uh, you know, uh, apply to the FTC for a, a modification that, that, you know, obviously the idea is that I would have to live within the, um, the concept that is, that is being set up here. It, it can't just, you know, use this to escape um, you know, making sure that, that users are aware of what they're, what they're giving. Um, but it, it, it leaves an opening for, you know, with the request <laughs> to, to enable a different, uh, a different setup or a different framework. Yes. And that's my, that's my take on it. Um, th this was smart in my opinion, because the goal here is not to destroy Facebook. 
by any means. That's not the goal. Right. And that's, um, but, but, you know, yeah. and, and I've made this point too. That's, that's one of the reasons why some people are mad about it because anything less than destroying Facebook, uh, there are some people out there who they consider that to be, um, that should be the goal. And so th those people will never be happy by this agreement, no matter what. And, and yeah, I mean, there, this is, this is not the destroying thing. Mm -hmm. This is the, we will regulate you within an inch of your life thing. Right. Uh, theoretically. Um, and, you know, I, I, I used to love being on Facebook. I had to quit because I was, I was concerned with their privacy practices. Right. Um, I would love for them to get to a point where I can use them again. Right. But I totally understand why people are upset. Oh, I'm yeah. upset. Yeah. 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 And, and this is, I mean, you know, I had written about this b before and, and it was like I had written this thing where it's just like, do people want a, a, a dead Facebook or a better Facebook? Right. And that, that's what, what I'm getting at here. Right. I mean, uh, I argue, as, as you are, that, that a better Facebook is probably a better solution. There are some people who have decided that there is no, there is no salvaging it and that a dead Facebook is better. And, and that came across loud and clear in the comments on my article where many people said, like, there is no such thing as a better Facebook. There cannot be a better Facebook. Uh, it will always be a bad thing and therefore it should be destroyed. But, hey, you know, different, different takes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's the view of the Internet is you can be as loud as you want yes. about anything. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, including on Facebook. All right. Uh, let, let, let's, okay. let's keep moving. So. Okay. So let's, let's go to uh, point, uh, Roman numeral three, deletion yeah. of information. And I'm going to let you take the lead on this because sure. there, there, it's, it's quasi section 230. Yeah. So. So, so, you know, the idea here is that um, if you want Facebook to delete data that it has on you, um, it, Facebook has to do that. So it's that, you know, basically Facebook and its employees and uh, with, with any of its different services must ensure that any of the covered information that we discussed earlier cannot be accessed by a covered third party uh, from Facebook servers after a reasonable period of time, not to exceed 30 days uh, and um, uh, from the time that the user has said, uh, delete this information or or terminate the account and there's an exception for law enforcement basically or you know as required by law facebook may have to keep some data but otherwise this is saying you know if a user wants to delete their information from facebook facebook has to really delete it and in deleting it make sure no none of those third parties those partners that sharing data with can continue to access that data um um and then uh, it does say nothing in this shall be construed to require Facebook to restrict access to any copy of covered information that has been posted to Facebook's website or services by a user except for those who have deleted the information or terminated an account. So if you've posted information, um, then they are still able to share it within the, the, the realms. But this is, this is specific to if you request Facebook to delete data or you shut your account, then Facebook has to get rid of it. Um, the next part is saying that um, it has to uh, Facebook has to implement procedures designed to ensure that the covered information, um, uh, you know, is is deleted or de-identified such that it can no longer be associated, which is is is, is maybe questionable because <laughs> yeah. uh, de-identification is not always uh, uh, as uh, uh, effective as people think. Um, 
and uh, and then it has some exceptions for that required by law uh, for safety and security. Uh, you know, basically to to prevent fraud. You, you know, if there's someone coming is coming on and scamming stuff, and then they try and delete the evidence of their fraud, there may be reasons to keep that around. Um, there's backup information, recovery information, uh, or or technically infeasible. Uh, you know, which is sort of an out. That that one right there was yeah. I'd, I'd highlight that too. We're technically infeasible given uh, Facebook's existing systems. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I, I sort of understand. Um, yeah. And um, uh, there is also saying that, that this does not uh, cover certain metadata. So basically log information, which again, you know, you may be able to delete your account and the, all the information associated with it, but Facebook is still allowed to keep track of the fact that you did have an account at one point, um, which I, I, I think makes sense. I'm sure that it will upset some people, but you know, you can't delete the history that you did have an account at one point. You might be able to delete all the information that is associated with that account. Yeah, and for, for, for liability reasons, you need to keep some of that stuff right. around. And, right. Uh, yeah. Um, and then the, the next one was, was section four was part that was interesting to me because this was the – of all the practices, everyone focused on the Cambridge Analytica thing, which I, I, like, I understand why. And I understand the sort of the, the, the uh, downstream impacts potentially of, of the Cambridge Analytica situation. Um, but the, the actual damage done by the, that particular data sharing is, was kind of of a different level. But section four um, gets into the use of, of telephone numbers – uh, that I thought was a, a huge problem that Facebook deserved to get uh, in trouble for. And this was basically um, Facebook had, you could use, you could give Facebook your phone number for security purposes to basically protect your account, you know, where, where to, you know, to get back into your account, they would have to text you or, or some other method of using your phone for security reasons. But Facebook without telling people, took the phone numbers that people gave for security purposes and used them for notification services. Um, and that's, that's really bad for a variety of reasons, in part because it actually will scare many people away from actually using uh, important security services like two-factor authentication uh, or, or um, other important tools that actually do protect them. And so I thought that was a really, really bad thing. And this is basically calling that out, saying that um, Facebook will not use for the purpose of advertisements uh, or share with any third party uh, a telephone number that somebody has has given for the purpose of of those security two factor authentication things, um, and so it, it can't use those for for advertising. It it doesn't, and and this was something that came up uh, just recently. I saw somebody show that Facebook is still using that information for basic notifications um, about like act, account activity. And I still have a problem with that, but this, this is limited to, to advertising or sharing with some third party. Uh, I don't think they should be able to use that information for, for notifications either, other than like if you're, you know, resetting your account or trying to get in or using two factor authentication. Um, but this makes it clear that they can't do that. They can't use yeah, it for, for advertising. I think, I think you're dead. I mean, like this is like, I mean, this was like a, a per se for me, uh, Example of a violation of Article Five, right? Deceptive acts, you know, pro the prohibition on deceptive acts and yeah. practices. You're, you're taking information, but you use it for something else. Yeah, that's deceptive. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and, and and yeah, in a dangerous way. Like there there is there are real consequences of that in, in terms of like you know having people not use security features um, that protect them because you, you don't because it opens you up to to having your information go to advertisers. That's that's horrible. It's it's such a bad practice, and and yeah, that one is the one that that really I think Facebook went way over the line with. Um, I, I agree. So do you think that was like the that was like an extra billion dollars right there? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> you know, I, I I mean, you know, that's that's the one. Like everyone's focused on the Cambridge Analytica thing. I think this is much more egregious than anything that happened with Cambridge Analytica. Not that I'm saying the Cambridge Analytica thing was good, but um, this this was really egregious and a really really bad and dangerous practice. I, I agree. I mean, because like dual authentication is such an important part of security. Yeah. I mean, and if you if you do anything that like poisons that or, or makes it unbelievable you're 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 affecting yeah a, a major component of, of infosec in general yep yep um and then the, the the next one number five also gets into a security practice so you gotta yeah you have to i'm oh, sorry i have to just do an interject yeah here. um you have to read the first paragraph of this because this okay. is like the boom this is the boom right here okay all right you want i'll, I'll read the so the, for, for this is for covered information and in user password security it says it is yeah. further order that respondent and its representatives facebook and its employees uh in connection with any product or service must implement and thereafter maintain a comprehensive information security program that is designed to protect the security of covered information uh, in addition to any security related measures associated with their privacy program of of the other part of this order, uh, information security program must contain safeguards appropriate to Facebook's size and complexity, uh, <laughs> the nature and scope of Facebook's activities, and the sensitivity of the covered information, specifically uh, with respect to the collection, storage, transit, or use of user passwords. And so this, this is actually... Um, uh, another very bad practice. <laughs> um, but the, the, there were a couple things here. There were two different, two, two different sort of key practices that, that came out uh, in the past few years that Facebook had done, um, uh, both of which were questionable. One was that at some point they had, they claimed accidentally, stored some passwords in plain text, which is just security 101, do not do, right? I mean, that's like... That is, you know, that it is insane that, uh, you know, as I say, uh, appropriate for the size and complexity of Facebook. It is insane that a company of Facebook size um, ever stored any passwords in plain text. It, it, it's it's mind bogglingly, you know, how, how could they have done that? <laughs> you know, uh, it's bad. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I've seen things like that happen. Not not my clients, of course. Yes, but, of um, course not. I have seen things like that happen, and yeah, I I I, I know it's just these things happen. You're just like, yeah, that's why we need rules like this in place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and no, and and like you know, and and I I believe it was accidental. I know that there are enough good security people at, at Facebook that nobody would ever intentionally do that. <sighs> yeah, but you know, but things happen, and 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 a company like Facebook should never have let this kind of thing happen. Yeah, I, and I agree. And and this is this was an egregious practice. Yeah, or and, it was egregious mess up. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. The the other one that is also this one is also you know uh, I thought really bad and a really bad practice on Facebook that they should have known better about and they did not or chose not to was uh, as it says here requesting or requiring as part of the user login authentication or account creation process user passwords to independent third party consumer applications websites or other services so this is uh, to you know. 
as part of what you're doing, give it access to some other service, basically to suck up your contact information. So, you know, as you're signing up for a Facebook account, can it have access to your Gmail or your LinkedIn to invite everyone to your Facebook account? Um, I that is a practice that I think is really bad uh, and, so and, bad. And, and really dangerous and is sort of a growth hack, you know, that a lot of these companies use and I think is is potentially really, really dangerous and very, very risky. Uh, and so this calls it out and says that they cannot do that. It's so bad. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I mean, the thing is that if that gets hacked, then all of those companies yes. have to deal with privacy incidents. Yeah. And they have to report all those privacy incidents. So you have all of a sudden it's like it's like it's like a chain reaction of privacy incidents. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. and then there's the facial recognition stuff we mentioned earlier that that yeah. was defined. So yeah, so um the, the one interesting point about that one, well, there are a lot of actually interesting points, but to keep this going forward, I would like to point out to you on on uh number four or uh -huh. Roman number four here, facial recognition templates. This is written differently than all of the other ones. Yeah. This one is, you cannot do this unless. Yeah. You cannot use this unless you do the right thing. Yeah. That's a different way. You can do this if you do these other things is a totally different thing. This is a prohibition unless specific things are reached. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And it, it's, they're, they're pretty clear. Um, you, you have the clearly and conspicuously disclose, um, and this has to be separate from, from the privacy rules. You can't hide this in, in a privacy policy or data policy. Um, and it has to be very clear how they're going to use the facial recognition and, you know, uh, and it says, and share the facial recognition template for such user. Uh, and uh, so it's, it's basically, it's, it's very specific to facial recognition. And in part, again, this is another example of Facebook, uh, implemented stuff that was not, not done in necessarily a very good way. And this is calling that out and saying, you can't do that anymore. And you have to be much clearer about what you're using facial recognition for. Yes. And clear and conspicuously, yes. clearly and conspicuously, all caps. Yep. Yep. You're in trouble when that happens. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, again, the uh, user's affirmative expressed consent. Yep. All right. And then and then number seven. Yes. Here it is. The, the mandated privacy program. Yes. This is, uh, yeah, saying this that, is, yeah. I mean, they're, they're basically saying there, there are a bunch of things you need to start doing <laughs> as a company to protect people's privacy. Uh, yes. And, and, and it's, it's, it's big. Yes. It's 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 wide, it's tall, it's deep. <laughs> uh, this is a huge undertaking that is going to be required. Yes. Uh, and this is the minimum. So it's very important. They have to do this within 180 days. Yeah. From the minute this is signed, this is the minimum protections they need to implement. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it... Um, I mean, I don't even know how much we want to dig into this because I mean, this is another this is another podcast. <laughs> yeah. like, this is so deep. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that we should reach this in another time. We'll go to like sure. lucky number seven. Um, and I'm really happy and willing to do that. But I don't think we can do it justice at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, they're, they, they, yeah. It's a lot. It, 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 you know, people have said that this is just sort of 
um, you know, uh, slapping Facebook's wrist on, on these things. There, there's a lot in here um, that, you know, is certainly going to uh, be pretty intense for Facebook. It's going to, and I don't think it's, it's, it's overstating it, that this is going to fundamentally change workflows at, at Facebook. Yeah. Facebook is, is about developing, or it has always been about just see what works, go for it. In my, in my experience, I'm not saying this is always the case, you know, I have to do the lawyer hedge here, but um, this is, you need to do privacy assessments on every single new application, on every single new feature, on every single new function. Yeah. You need to implement the most effective or a way of protecting that privacy. If you choose to not do that, you need to document why you didn't implement it. Right. Um, and, and, and monetary gain seems to not be allowed as, as a justification. Here. Right. And, and this is, you know, this is a key thing, right? Because so much of, so much of the privacy concerns that have come out, uh, you know, throughout Silicon Valley, uh, you know, over the last decade or so, you know, have to do with this idea that people were, you know, implementing first and thinking about the consequences later that is no longer allowed when it comes to privacy like that that's what this is saying is you need to go through a very careful privacy scrub and review before any new product is released yes that is that was my take on it i mean and, privacy and needs, yeah yeah and to, even to jump ahead a little bit is that it's it you know, and, and I know there's concern because F Facebook has announced uh, some of the people that it's appointing internally to be like chief privacy officer. Um, and that raised some eyebrows. I think it was a, a, a kind of a poor choice, especially from a PR perspective. But they took someone who came from product marketing and put him as, as the, the privacy person, which uh, there are a lot of privacy professionals out there who seem like might have been a better choice um they didn't ask me i'll just let you know. <laughs> we would have had to cancel this podcast uh, <laughs> but 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 the next section is that you there also have to be independent privacy program assessments meaning there are third-party uh, privacy assessors who will have to be a part of reviewing what facebook is doing it is not just facebook policing itself Correct. Um, now, how that actually plays out in practice will be really important. And, and there are arguments that, you know, how well this will actually work um, and, and how serious it will be taken. But it, this is there will be outside reviews of what Facebook is doing regarding its privacy program and all of that detail that we, we just skipped over um, because it's it's you know there's too much there's like, a lot. for us to get through this in two days like yes i mean it goes on and on and they did it specifically because they're, they're manda mandating a substantial and robust program here yeah that, that is we it's worth a, a review at, at, at another time um there are like, yeah. deadlines put there are who gets to check things who's responsible who's personally responsible um what they're allowed to do what they're not allowed to do the the depths of security points um it's 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 worth a read, uh, but yeah, we should we should move on because yeah. we'll we'll get stuck in the cyclone. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, uh, so you know, as I said, the next section is the independent review, um, and then uh, um, uh, this is more sort of making sure that Facebook complies. There's a uh, incident reports. So um, if anything happens, basically, Facebook has to report it within 30 days. Um, 
and uh, you know basically letting the FTC know like oops we fucked up <laughs> yeah I mean that's what it's about and if you notice the 30 day uh, correlates nicely with the, the GDPR yes. requirement here right right which is it's another shout out to our European friends yes yes we are not asleep at the wheel yes yes um, and then let's see section 10 um, is and this we mentioned earlier an independent privacy committee so this is separate than the the assessment there's the the assessment where they have to bring in third parties to assess but they also have to set up this independent privacy committee which we discussed earlier has to be designated by the independent directors um, so basically it's 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 building in some robustness here and um, and some layers to make sure that Facebook is actually complying um, multiple yeah like multiple reviews multiple audit levels Right. And it's not just, it's certainly not Facebook uh, self-policing and it's not just the uh, overburdened uh, and limited resourced FTC uh, maintaining this. Yes. And, and um, so this was analogous to me of, of what goes on in uh, financial regulation. Uh-huh. So in financial regulation, you have, and this is like securities generally, um, you have the internal compliance people who, who monitor the salespeople and traders and people touching things for compliance with, with the securities laws and, and financial laws. Right. Those compliance people are in turn regulated by FINRA, which is a non-governmental organization right. um, that you have to reply, report into. Um, and uh, FINRA is uh, chartered or, or by the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission. Right. And the SEC um, regulates and monitors and audits FINRA. So you have multiple levels and the SEC goes in and regulates the, the other companies, too, to make sure that FINRA is working and stuff. So you're seeing multiple levels being built here, yeah, which makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, to me, I don't know how much more of the, the – there's, there's more sections to the document, but most of it to me is just sort of adding in these additional layers and detailing what they do. Yeah, um, I, I think that's right. I mean, there's 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 – there's acknowledgement of, of things, there's reporting requirements, record right. keeping, the rights of, of, of the SEC. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm mis- mixing up my organization here. <laughs> the right of the uh, FTC to come in yep. and, and, and at any point. Um, there are, they're, they're able to come in under general litigation rules and just to come in and check on things, spot check, that sort of thing. Yep. yep. Um, so this is, this is a substantial and robust uh, I am shocked Facebook agreed to this personally. Yeah. So, so discuss why, because, because I will tell you that uh, a, 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 I would guess 75 to 80% of the people listening are going to say, what? You're crazy. This is, this was a slap on the wrist and this is nothing. So in my experience in litigation, um, if you have lots and lots of money and you're litigating against a regulator, uh, if you want to push it out as far as possible, you, you, you can do so. You can make it go for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, you, there are a lot of reasons you don't do that in that you want to get in the good graces. You think what you did was wrong and you want to be able to have a, a, an upstanding company. Um, but Facebook, from my outside view in, looked like it was very robust in trying to see how, how close to the line it could go. Um, this, to me, the acceptance of the $5 billion fine, this, this robust privacy program, 
says that they're actually trying to change their ways. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's what John F. Kennedy said, right? Uh, forgive, but don't forget. And, you know, <laughs> right. They need to be regulated. But they could have made this less. If they had litigated it out, I highly doubt $5 billion would have been what had been pushed up. The, the, the numbers are always, in my experience, much lower than, than the original uh, fine sod. Right. So that, to me, is, 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 is shocking. So uh, I, I hope that answers your question. There are other reasons, too. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and, and, and I think it's important, right? And again, like, some of this is, like... Um, you know, again, if you look at what the FTC has the mandate to do and what they're what they have the ability to do, this is this goes far. This goes really, really far. Um, if if you think that that is not far enough, uh, again, like part of your issue is with Congress and and not so much the FTC. Um, and while I know some people are arguing that that you know the FTC could have gone farther, as you said, like that that probably would have led to a, a long court battle that the FTC there's a good chance they wouldn't have won. Um, and so there is a lot of significant stuff in here that, that I don't think should be uh, just brushed away um, because this will, as you said repeatedly, this will change Facebook and it will change how Facebook operates. Um, and, and hopefully for the better. I mean, certainly from the, from the privacy angle, um, this should prevent a lot of, you know, pretty sketchy behavior. Um, and I think that's important. I, I, I think, I hope so. Um, so in, in the privacy profession, this is a little inside baseball, um, there's, there's a, a joke we, we, we say, uh, so has Facebook hit rock bottom yet? And we've been saying this for years because <laughs> right. they are like, they're one of those great clients or, or great companies to work for in that they do really interesting things. They're, they're, they're constantly dealing with new and unusual problems. And if you're an attorney, you like to deal with new and unusual problems and try to figure out how, how to solve them, how to make them legal or, or how to make what they're trying to do legal. That's the goal of a, a good um, right. uh, yeah, compliance or regulatory attorney is you want to help them achieve their goals without breaking the law. Right. Um, but every time Facebook, you'd be like, oh, maybe this is it. Maybe we're ready to go to privacy with Facebook. Some <laughs> new thing would happen. And it was yeah. like, it seemed for a while there that there was like a, a bottomless cavern of like privacy violations that were occurring. <laughs> right. And they were all new and unique. Um, <laughs> and so like, you know, the joke was, is it, is it, is it this week? Right. Uh, this, for the first time, like seriously, this, this seems like it might be rock bottom. Um, I, I, I mean, I... I, I it, I, I've said that maybe once. Before. Never, never, never underestimate. <laughs> I don't. Never I don't underestimate. underestimate. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked otherwise. But there was one right. line, and I mean, I think that this is probably the most. Uh, there was there was a, a statement from the chairman uh, Joe Simmons, uh -huh. and, uh, the, the commissioners that voted for the settlement. Um, that uh, I thought really summed up uh, this for me. Um, they, they go through the, the descriptions of why they went through this and how they did it and the, the reasoning for voting for it. And there's one point where they say, if Facebook violates the order, then the commission can argue that a penalty even greater than $5 billion is warranted. Right. And that the public interest can only be served via additional monetary and injunctive relief. Um, so 
they, they, it can be a bigger fine. It can be more more rules and regulations, more more limitations, more uh, penalties. Right. Um, and it gets all of those people off this case so that they can start focusing on other violations. Yeah. 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 And 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 as we said, right? I mean, they're, they're, Facebook is still open up to 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 being smacked down for other stuff that it's done uh it's still very much open to being smacked down by the eu um and potentially other jurisdictions as well uh, this is not the end of the story um and yeah so i mean i i i you know i think that this is a significant thing uh, i think it will never be significant enough for some people because it doesn't shut facebook down um but I think it is significant, and I think that it will change how Facebook operates to some extent, hopefully for the better. We'll find out at some point. <laughs> uh, I, I think so. Uh, um, and I also, yeah. Yeah. It, and, and I think it'll affect the industry in its entirety. Yeah. Because this is what we look at to draft our policies and procedures. Yeah. And I think that's actually, that is actually part of why, what I think is a big deal is that you know, for, for a lot of smaller companies, you know, the, the process has been, and none of your clients, of course, because you, I'm sure, give them good <laughs> advice. Uh, the process has been, you know, well, look, if we get big enough that that's a problem, then that's a problem. Until then, like, let's just do this because we need to do this to survive. Um, and I think this might wake some companies up that, like, some of these things you need to bake in early uh, and you need to take it seriously early. And, and not say, well, we'll wait until that's a real problem. Um, because that, you know, that is, that is a lot, you know, that can cause a lot of problems down the road. And now there is, you know, within this, certainly some, you know, what you could argue are sort of best practices um, for how you should set something up to say, like, no, we're following the rules that were set forth in the FTC consent decree with, with Facebook um, in order to, to be compliant ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's really how we try to, to draft privacy policies and procedures. And uh, it's it gets easier and easier to comply the, 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 the later and later you start your company. Right, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't you don't want to be the case over which these things are decided. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the, 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 the general consensus when you're dealing with an area of the law that is not not set in stone uh, is you, you want to use your best judgment. Yeah. And, and, you know, you, you want to do your best efforts and, and, and aim it so that when the regulators come in, they give you what's known as a fix-it ticket. Right. Which is, okay, you need to change these policies and procedures. They're not major. Uh, and then these are small little fines. And then, and then we won't fine you as long as you fix these within a certain period of time. Yeah. If you don't do that, well, then you get $5 billion fines. Yeah. And arguably that's what happened, right? I mean, 2012, you could argue Facebook got a fix-it ticket, uh, and then they, they messed that up, right? I mean, they, they didn't take that seriously enough. Yeah, nobody could argue they weren't warned. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, all right, well, do you have any, any final thoughts or final words on this? Um, at some point, you and I will have to discuss how this affects um, uh, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's included in this. Yeah, yeah. But, but WhatsApp yeah. and Instagram are definitely yeah, included. Yeah, and I, yeah. Um, but that's 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 a conversation for another day. Yeah, yeah. And then and then on top of that, there's the question of what happens if uh, uh, if if it turns out that there's an antitrust action and it breaks off Instagram and WhatsApp, and then are, are they still covered by this too? I mean, they would be, but there are different questions then. But that is uh, 
uh, a whole nother path to, <laughs> to, to go down. Um, but uh, this was fun. Uh, Josh, thanks. Thanks. Uh, for <laughs> this is, uh, I, I mean, I, you're a lawyer, so so you can say that this is fun. I am not a lawyer, uh, so I can. I it's weird for me to say that going through <laughs> a detailed legal document is fun, but it is this this kind of stuff is really fun for me. Well, I mean, this is this is I I, I love doing this stuff. Uh, it, for me, I, and that makes me a strange and sick human being. I know, but. <laughs> For me, there's a narrative here, and there's a story here. And yeah. if you look at one of these, and, and, and it's written well, or well enough, it tells you the story of what happens and how to, how to make things better. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, one can see how if this is implemented, Facebook gets better. Yep. Not, not perfect. No. There's, there's still many more things that Facebook could do. Um, but this, this certainly highlights some really egregious activities and says you cannot do and do anything like that again, um, and and really sets it out in pretty strong language. I, I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, again, thank you for taking the time and and going through all of this. And uh, I know you. It's my pleasure. Any time. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, uh, thanks to everyone who who actually sat through and listened to the whole thing. Uh, we appreciate it. I hope you found it at least somewhat as interesting as we did. Um, and the deep nerd dive. Yes, yes, it was fun. Uh, we'll see. Maybe maybe as other <laughs> other uh, FTC actions and European actions come out, we'll have more of these to discuss in the future. So. <laughs> oh, we'll have plenty more. Yeah, yeah. This is not going away anytime soon. All right, cool. Well, uh, thanks again, uh, and thanks everyone for listening. And uh, we'll be back with uh, other podcasts in the future. Well,